excited. Once again, I thank you for joining us on today. Um, I'm excited about the word of God um, that the Lord, what, the word that uh, God gave me. But let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. Um, Father, we just praise you. We thank you on today. We thank you for, first of all, God, uh, allowing us to wake up and to just really be able to move and to speak and, and just be shielded and covered by you. We thank you for that, Father. We thank you, God, for just breath in our lungs and, and life in our body, God, uh, just being in our right mind. We don't take that for granted. Um, we just really say thank you. We're, we're able to hear. We're able to see. We're able to smell. We're able to, to just uh, uh, enjoy the things of life by having life in our body. And so we say thank you for that. I thank you, God, for those who are watching us via uh, 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 live streaming. Um, God, I pray that you would bless them and, and that the worship has already met them where they are. Um, but this word would also impact them and touch their lives right where they're at. I thank you, God, for every person that's in the building, that's every staff member that's here that's allowing this to take place on today. And Father, I yield to you so that you can speak through me uh, the word that you have given me to share with your people of God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I want to talk about a uh, fresh start, a fresh start. Um, how many of you sometimes you, you want to do a do over or, or you want to start fresh? You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That didn't go so well. Um, so I want to I want to I want to start over again. Y'all ever been there before where you wanted to start over? Um, well, I want to share with you and I may not get through all of this today because I want to be mindful of the time. Um, but I want to share with you today that um, we can have a fresh start in life. We can, a, a lot of times there's things that we have gone through, mistakes that we made, uh, uh, things that have really crushed us. But God is into newness. God is into new beginnings. He's into creating a fresh start. Uh, and so that's what I want to talk with you or share a little bit with you about on today um, and talk about the fresh start. So the first scripture that I want to come from is coming from uh, Proverbs, the 23rd chapter in the 26th verse. And it says, uh, my son, give me your heart. Listen to what it says. It says, give me your heart and let your eyes observe and delight in my ways. OK. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, and I will give you a new heart. He'll give us a what? A new heart. And I will put a new spirit. He said that he will put a new spirit. He's going to give us a new heart and he's going to put a new spirit in us. And it says, I will take out your stony, stubborn heart. Your stony, stubborn heart. And give you a tender, responsive heart. A lot of us don't want to think that we got a stony, stubborn heart. We want to think our heart is tender and responsive. But God said that I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. Let me, let me pause right here. Our heart can become stony and stubborn. Because we hold on to unforgiveness. Our heart can become unresponsive 
because there is a spiritual heart disease. Uh, when our heart fails to operate, our natural heart fails to operate in the, in the way that God had de- de- desired it to be, that, that means that there's something wrong with our heart. It's not pumping the, the blood the way that it should. It, and so we, sometimes we have to go and get stents put in. Sometimes we got to have a pacemaker put in. Sometimes they say that you have an irregular heartbeat. That means that something is wrong with the natural heart. So our, our, our spiritual heart can get the same way. Maybe it's due to a, 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 a past hurts that we won't let go. Maybe it's generational curses that we're still being afflicted by. That impacts our spiritual heart and causes heart disease. You're, you're not taking your medicine the way that you need. The word of God is medicine to our soul. The word of God is healing to us. And so maybe we're not taking in the right medicine to cause our spiritual heart to be made whole. And so it says, I will put my spirit in you. Not my spirit, but God said, I'm going to put my spirit in you. So that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations or my word. And then it says, and I will give, I will, uh, and you will live in Israel, the land I gave your ancestors long ago. And you will be my people and I will be your God. So let me, let me kind of uh, give this demonstration. I hope those of you who are, are, are viewing us online can see this. So when, when we look at the spiritual heart, now think about it. Now with, with our natural heart, our natural heart is enclosed in our rib cage. You can't see it. Um, it's not visible by the natural eye. Um, uh, it's protected. Um, and, and likewise with our spiritual heart, it, we cannot see it. We, 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 we cannot reach out and hold it. But our spiritual heart is broken up into three areas. The mind, the will, and the affections. The mind, the will, and the affections. And so in the mind part of our spiritual heart, it, 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 it's comprised of our thoughts, what we think. What we think um, is comprised of our beliefs, what, what we believe in, um, who we believe in. Um, and then it, it, it's our understanding. It's the mind part, that, that, that thinking part, our memory, things that causes us to judge, judge a situation, judge other people. That's in the mind area. That's in that section of our heart, our spiritual heart. It talks about discernment and the conscious. Y'all, you ever said, you know, uh, my conscious got the best of me. Y'all ever said that before? I know I have. Uh, but, but that is operating in the spiritual mind, in the, in the mind, in our spiritual heart, it's operating in the mind part. Then we go to the will. Um, the will is where we, we uh, that chooses and determines our actions. So our will, uh, um, choosing our actions, choosing what we do. You, you, you will to come here today because you, you chose. You chose to get up out of the bed. You chose to, to click on us via a live stream. And so that part of the heart 
Three sections of the heart, mind, will. Will uh, talks about our, what we choose to do, determines, and our actions. Nobody can make you do anything. You have a right to choose. The choice is yours. You may say, I didn't have a choice. Yes, you did. <laughs> a lot of, any of y'all ever said, I didn't have a choice. I just did it. No, you did. You chose to do it. But you chose to do it based upon what? Your thoughts, based upon your beliefs, based upon your understanding, what you remember. Um, think about this. You keep going back to a situation. Good. Uh, um, I've been eating uh, drumsticks this week, ice cream. I don't even know why I bought them, but it's like, you know, they're in the freezer. And um, Now, there was a particular, I, there were three different flavors. And so the, the, one of the flavors I ate didn't agree with my system too much. So I said, you know, I'm not going to eat that one. But the other ones I chose to eat. Why? Uh, uh, I made a, uh, I, based upon the understanding that the other flavor didn't agree with me, I chose to partake of the other flavors, the ones that did agree with me. So we, we have a choice based upon our understanding of a situation, based upon uh, how we remember it treated us. We, we don't willfully or we don't go, if somebody has treated you nasty or somebody has, has cussed you out or if somebody has walked over you, you have, you're going to remember that. And so you're going to be like, I'm not choosing to go around this person anymore. That's operating in your will. You don't have to do that. Okay? Y'all getting an understanding? Okay. Now, and then next is our affections. A lot of times we talk about um, my heart is hurting. You know, uh, 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 or oftentimes we hear people that say when one spouse dies and the other one is still, they end up passing too because they say that they died from a broken heart. But really it was dealing with the affections areas, the longing to be with that person, the desire and the feelings that came about when they were around that person. And so the, the loss of that person created a void in the affections area. The imaginations and the emotions. Okay? So when we talk about our spiritual heart, uh, we're not talking about the natural organ, but we're talking about all of these three areas categorized. And so if we're, if we're going to be able to choose correctly, if we're going to be able to get a fresh start, we have to understand the heart, the spiritual heart. And remember I said over in Proverbs, it's, he said, give me your heart. He's not talking about your natural heart. He's talking about give me all of these areas. Give me your mind. Give me your will. Give me all of your affections. Those things that you hold dear, give them to me. Fresh start. The Bible says in, in, in Proverbs 4 and 23, it says, keep vigilant watch over what? Over your heart, over your mind, over your will, and over your emotions. Keep watch over it. It says because that's where what? That's where life starts. Life starts in your mind, your will, and your what? Emotions. Come on, y'all. Life starts where? In your in your will and in your emotions. That's where life starts. You think life starts when you came out of the birth canal. No, life starts in your mind. What you are seeing produced in your life right now started in your mind, in your will, 
and your emotions. Amen? Amen. So, let's look at this one. Jeremiah 17 and 9. It says the human what? The human heart is the most deceitful of all things. It's deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? I can't judge you and know how bad your heart is. Only God knows the condition of our heart. Why? Because I said, I cannot look at you in the physical sense and see that you uh, uh, may be suffering from a physical heart disease. I can't look at you and say, Sister Thelma, I know, and I'm only saying her because we had a conversation this week and she, I think it, she had to go to the heart doctor and she was saying that they had to monitor her heart for another six months, was it? Another six months. So they monitor her heart at night. But looking at her, I cannot tell that her physical heart needs to be monitored. My God. And God is saying, I want to monitor your spiritual heart. I I, want to put a monitor on it. Because there's some issues that's going on in your heart. And let me monitor your spiritual heart. Let me look at your mind, your will, and your emotions. But the one thing about it, uh, in order for uh, uh, Sister Thelma to uh, have her heart monitored, she had to submit to the monitoring. In order for them to monitor her heart, she has to make sure that that machine is on at home. Because if she turns the machine off at home, there's no monitoring that takes place. And so in order for God to monitor our spiritual heart, we got to open ourselves up and say, Lord, I'm allowing you to monitor my heart. It's got to be a choice. Our mind, our will, and our emotions. Right? Our mind, our eye. Our mind, our will, and emotions. And it says the heart is deceitful, is sick. And what, is, what, what really is saying is that because of the fall of man, our heart became tainted. Our, our pureness of our heart became uh, full of sin and evil. It's deceitful. It's wicked. It's wicked. It's wicked. And then uh, Luke 6 and 45 says a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from what? The treasury of an evil heart. Think about a treasury. A treasury has things that's put in it and you can pull out of a treasure. You understand? A, a treasure box. Y'all ever had a treasure box? I got a toy box at home. My nephews come and they think it's a treasure box. Because it's got all sorts of toys and they know exactly where it's at. Uh, uh, they, they, and, and I'm not joking. They know, okay, what I want is at the bottom. So when I come in the room, all of the toys are out. Because what they wanted, the treasure that they wanted was at the bottom. And God is saying, I need to get to the treasure of your heart. I need to dig down beneath all of that junk. Let me take all of this junk out because there is some treasure down at the bottom. There's some things down at the bottom that I want. 
There's some things down in you that's in the bottom, that's in the bottom of your heart, but it's covered by all of the other things that is blocking what I want to get to. God said, let me uncover it. The treasury, the treasury of a good heart. So fresh start, fresh start, fresh start. Anybody want a fresh start on today? Anybody want God to clear some things out of the treasure chest? Got some things. And let me share something with you. And I may be getting a little ahead of myself. Talks about our mind, our will, and emotions. The thing about it is we look at things externally. We look at what someone did. We look at someone's attitude. We look at what someone is doing. But the issue is not externally. The issue is internally. And so God wants to deal with the internal part of us. We keep wanting to scratch the surface. But God says, I need to dig down deep. I need to get down to the root of some issues. Bitterness. Anger. Hurt. Disappointment. Anxious about whatever. Lack of trust. That's just surface. God says, There's something that's causing you to be bitter. There's something that's causing you to be anxious. There's something that's causing you to to fly off the handle and cuss somebody out. There's there's something that's causing you to be drawn over to addiction. Uh, There's something that's causing you to be attached to the wrong person. It's a root. The root. God says, I need to get down. I need to dig down deep. Because you keep trying to deal with the surface. Let's get down to some deep things. And in order for us to have this fresh start, God's got to dig deep. He's got to dig deep. So what's the first thing? There are some things in order for God to dig deep, we must give him our heart. The Bible says in Psalms 51, uh, create in me, David said, create in me what? A clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. God is in the creating business, but he cannot create anything new unless you submit your will, unless you submit your mind, unless you submit your uh, emotions unto him, unless you submit your whole self to him. God is saying, give me, give me, let me, let me go back to this. Give me your beliefs. Give me your thoughts. You have a bad thought that comes, God, I give it to you right now. God, I'm not understanding what's going on. I give it to you right now. Lord, I can't seem to shake what this person did to me. I can't seem to shake how they treated me. I can't seem to shake how my mama did this to me. I can't seem to let this go. Memory, I give you the memory, God. I surrender it to you. Y'all get me? Even my conscious God, it's it's like I know this isn't right, but I give it to you right now. I I need you to to let the Holy Spirit uh, reconfigure and transform my conscience. But not only that, Father, I give you this choice. I give you this decision to go. And this person picked up the phone and said to call me. But I know every time that I go over there, nothing happens. I give you this right now, Lord. My actions, I give them to you. 
every time that you uh, feel like that you're going afraid, you going astray, say, God, I give this to you. Help me to choose correctly. And um, just to share a little bit of uh, something, um, someone was saying that our choices uh, can come out of love versus fear. A lot of times we, we can choose to do something uh, because we, 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 we love to do it. Uh, 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 let, me, let me put it this way. Love versus fear. And I'll just say for me, instance, there are times that I will say yes when I want to say no. <laughs> Somebody will ask me to do something and I don't want to do it. But because I don't want to uh, uh, feel a certain kind of way that they may treat me a certain kind of way or they may um, come or lash out at me a certain kind of way, I do it anyway. It's not done out of love. It's done out of the fear of how they're going to respond if I say no. And so therefore I do it out of fear versus love. Y'all get me? And so my choice is not because I love to do it. I do it because I'm fearful of the consequences of what my choice may bring to me. And, but then the flip side of it. There are times that uh, 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 God is trying to move us to another level of love, to another level, but we are so fearful of going to the new because we love the old so much and we do not want to let the, love, let the old go because we're afraid of what the new may bring. And God is saying, I have newness for you if you would just give me your heart, but you keep holding on to these things over here because you're fearful of what the new may bring. God, I don't know what you're doing. God, I don't see nothing. God, over there, there's nobody there. You may have to stand all alone, but because you don't want to stand alone, you rather stand over here because you're fearful of moving forward. And so, therefore, God is saying, I need all of that from you. I need your mind. I need your will. I need everything. Look, let go of the fear. Let go of the apprehension. Let go. Let go. Give it all to me. He said, keep watch over it. And so we must give him everything. Let's look at uh, 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 Proverbs 23. It says, my son, give me your heart. Let your eyes observe and delight in my ways. In other words, stop looking at everything that's around. Give me your heart and, and, and let your eyes, put your, focus your eyes on me. Stop focusing your eyes on the situation. Stop focusing your eyes on that individual. They don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. But let your eyes observe and delight in my ways. Number two, God will give us, if we willingly give it to him, he will give us a new heart for following him. He'll give it to us, but he's not going to take anything from us. He's not going to take your heart. The word, did, he, did you hear him in this scripture? Did it say take 
think, I think it did. It says, now my son, I'm going to take your heart. Did it say that? It said, now my son, my daughter, said what? To give. Give me your heart. And then when we give him our heart, God will give us a new heart in exchange for following him. I remember one time that um, I knew a person that was on the list for a heart transplant. Now, he could have just said, I'll go ahead on and expire when my life expires, when my heart. But he allowed himself to put, be put on the heart transplant list. That was number one. He had to have a desire. He allowed himself to be put on the heart transplant. Can I get some air, please? Um, he allowed himself to be put on the heart transplant list. And then number two, it wasn't just enough to be on the list. See, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. A lot of us think just because we confess the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, hey, well, my name is on the list. I'm good. <laughs> but God said that ain't enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know about you. I know about you, God. That's all I need. I know about your word. I know that you say I don't confess the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And bam, that's it. God said that's just the beginning. Getting your name on the heart transplant list is just the beginning to getting a new heart. And so it said that God will give us a new heart. And then it says uh, in, in Ezekiel 36 and 26, it says, I will give you a new heart. God is going to give us a new heart. And this is where it really gets to. He says that he's going to put a new spirit in you. He's going to put a new spirit. Remember what I said? Our spiritual heart is comprised of our mind, our will, and our emotions. He's going to give us a desire to serve him. He's going to put something new inside of us. He's going to take out those stony ways, those stubborn ways, those ways that I got to have it my way. Those ways of selfishness. He's going to take out. He's going to give you a new desire. He's going to remove the stubbornness. I don't want to do this. I want to do it my way. I want I want to get uh, rich my way. I want to do it quick, God. I don't want it to do it. I don't want to do it the fast way. I want to get to the top the fast way. God, I don't want the slow route. I want to put it in the microwave. And let it be done in three minutes. I want it quick. God says that I'm going to take it. You're stony, stubborn. He, this is the word. I didn't call your heart stony. The word did. So don't get mad with me. The word says it's what? It's stony. And it's what? It's stubborn. Get rid of your stubborn ways. Wendy, I can always, get rid of your stony heart. And let me, put a, uh, let me put a pin in this right now. There are some areas of your heart that could be pliable and moldable, and then there are some areas that you have not given God full access to. And it's stony and stubborn. <laughs> and then it says, in, in replace of that, when, 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 when you give it to me, I'm going to start doing some spiritual heart surgery on you, and I'm going to begin to make your heart be tender and responsive. Tender and responsive to me. No longer are you going to hear my voice and say, well, I'm going to do my own thing, but you're going to be like, I can't do this because the Spirit of the Lord is pulling on me so hard. And that which I would do, I do not do. And that which I don't want to do, I find myself not doing. 
Because now there is a fresh start that's taking place. There's some transformation that's taking place. And I'm almost done. And the next thing is when we give him our heart, we don't have to think that we're out there by ourselves. He's going to be doing some work in us. We have to continually, like Miss Thelma, has to continually yield herself to the monitoring of a heart machine. We have to continue to yield ourselves to the monitoring of the Holy Spirit. We have to continue to yield ourselves to the monitoring and to the unctions and to the uh, 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 word of God. In order for this thing to work, in order for the transformation to take place, in order for our heart to become pliable and, 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 and moldable unto God, we have to yield, continually yield ourselves. And when we continually yield ourselves, then he begins to empower us to walk this thing out. His Holy Spirit lives within us and then becomes to reside in us. Somebody told me this week, and I had to go and look at it, and it just blessed my soul. Uh, uh, and I don't even know what, what scripture it is, but it talks about that uh, it was Jesus talking, and he said that I will, he said that um, uh, we will come and make our home in you. And so the person was praying for me and they said that Jesus has made his home. The father has made his home. When I looked at that scripture, it said we. He, when, when Jesus said that give me your heart or, or yield yourself to me, they're going to come and live inside of us. The father, the son, and the Holy Spirit is residing in us when we give God our heart. When we give God everything, they come and they live inside of us. Live inside of us. Who's living inside of you right now? <laughs> Who's living inside of you? And not only that, they'll come in and they will empower you. They will give you what you need. Look at what uh, uh, 7, 27 says. It says, and I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. All you have to do is yield. They're going to... Spirit, Holy Spirit is going to help you to walk this thing out. You just got to yield. You just got to give it to him. They, they, they are there to help. Jesus left off the scene, but he says that I will leave you with a comforter. Comforter, a paraclete, somebody that's going to come alongside you, lift you up, help you, help you get through the hard times, strengthen you. You can be strengthened. My last point. Once we yield ourselves to him, the fresh start, a fresh start. When we yield everything that we have to God, when we yield to him our mind, our will, and our emotions, then that's when we'll be starting to experience some good things. It says we will experience a deeper relationship with him Stop having that surface relationship. Surface. Open up every part of your life to God. And not only will we experience a deeper relationship, but then we'll begin to experience all of the benefits. How do I know that? Because verse 28, 29, and 30 says, and, and you will live in Israel, the land uh, I gave your ancestors long ago. I'm going to give you some things. I'm going, that land which you've been, been wanting to possess, I'm going to cause it to be given to you, and you will be my people, and I will be your God. I'm connected. You're connected to me. 
I'm going to be daddy. I'm going to be all that you need. And then it says, and I will cleanse you of your filthy behavior. I got some filthy behavior. I ain't even going to talk about y'all stuff. I'm going to talk about me. I got some filthy behavior. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't talk about y'all. I can talk about me. Sometimes don't want to do something. Sometimes I'm looking at somebody. Y'all know me. Look at the call ID. I ain't talking. To, that's filthy behavior. Because you don't know what that person on the other end wants. <laughs> you don't know what that other person on the phone wants. And I, I, oh, God, I'm telling on myself right now. My mom called yesterday. My mother called. I looked at it. I said, I'll call her back in a minute. And the Spirit of the Lord convicted me and said, you don't know what's going on with her right now. Pick the phone up now and call her. I said, yes, sir. I picked the phone up, and all she wanted to do was talk. But maybe that's all that she needed for that moment. You don't know what somebody else needs. And I don't know how I got there. But he's going to clean us up. Allow God to clean you up. Allow him to put some spiritual stints in your heart. Allow him to go in and, 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 and clean the arteries out. Allow him to give you the medicine that's needed to clean your heart up. And then it says, not only that, when we begin to see the blessings of God, it says, but I will give you good crops of grain. You've been looking for some things. You've been looking. God says, I'm going to give it to you. All you got to do is give me your heart. And I will send no more famines. You've been trying to figure out where your money going. Give him your money. Give him your time. Give him you. Give him all of you. All that you have, give it to him. You're trying to figure out why you're in a spiritual drought. You got to check. Look, the drought is coming for a reason. Check the source. Check the source. Famines. And then it says, I will give you great harvest. Those things that you've been sowing and planting, I'm going to call not just a harvest, but a great harvest. It says, I'm going to give you a great harvest. And from your fruit trees and fields, and never again will, you, uh, uh, will the surrounding nations be able to scoff at you, your land, and for its famines. No longer are people going to look at you and say, well, you serve God. What's going on with you? I don't see nothing. I don't see no blessings coming your way. Why you still keep going through the same thing? They're not going to be able to because you've given, I've given God. To, oh, you can talk about it if you want to, but it, God is in your hands. And I, don't, I know that y'all have heard me say it over and over and over and over again since the last part of, of 2019. That there's some things that I have gone through that I'm not joking. I would not have been able to make it. But every time that I feel like that I want to pick it up, every time that I feel like that I'm not going to be able to make it and I try to take it on myself, I say, God, this is yours. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm just saying. Because God gave me a word. He says that I'm his responsibility. And because I'm his responsibility, God, look, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm going, on, I'm going out and play. I'm going to sleep. You deal with this right here. Some of y'all need to take on that same mindset and say, God, look, I ain't got nothing to do with this. It's yours. Amen? Amen. We're so busy trying to fix it. Is it fixed yet? Is what you're doing, is it, has it worked? Has it worked? It, has it gotten anywhere? Has, it, has all of your effort and all of your time that you've been putting in, has it worked? If it worked, then good. 
But if it ain't worth, it's like, God, look, it ain't worth. So here, here. But why not, why not start at the beginning and give it to him? Why, why do we got to wait until it don't work? Why do we got to wait until something messes up and blows up in our face and then we want to go, we want to be retroactive instead of proactive? We need to be proactive and say, God, look, I'm going to give it to you in the very beginning. <laughs> and just let him do it. Trust God. When God told me that, I said, God, I said, you got to be kidding. I said, you know, God, what you mean? But the truth be told, I had an impossible situation that I knew I couldn't do nothing about. I'm just saying. But when I gave it to God, and it wasn't just a one-time giving it to God. It wasn't just a one-time giving him my emotions. It wasn't just a one-time giving him my thoughts. It wasn't just a one-time giving him my beliefs. It wasn't just a one-time giving him my choices. It wasn't just a one-time giving him my actions. It wasn't just a one-time giving him my desires. It wasn't just a one-time giving him my emotions and my feelings. But it was a day-by-day, day, a minute-by-minute minute choice that I had to make. God, I give it to you. Anybody got something they need to give to God on today? Anybody got something that they've been struggling with on today? Or struggling with and, and it seems like you're on this vicious cycle and you can't get off? I've been going through this year after year, day after day, and nothing seemed to be working. Anybody got any of those moments or those things? Anybody got some things that they can't seem to get over? Anybody got some thoughts that keep going round and round in their mind? Anybody got anything? Anybody got anything? Imaginations. It ain't even happening. But you imagine that they said this. You imagine that they did that. You imagine that this happened. And that dream keeps rolling around. And causing you to look at that situation, that person, based upon something that happened so long ago. 20 and 30 and 40 years ago in your childhood, anybody got anything? They're just saying, God, I need a fresh start. I need a fresh start. I need a fresh start. Maybe you're watching us via Facebook, live streaming, and you're saying, I need a fresh start. I see all of the chaos that's going on in the world. I see all of the uproar and the rioting and the coronavirus and God, I need a fresh start. I need a fresh start, God. I know for me, I'm saying, God, I need a fresh start. Mm. There's some areas in my life that I need God to clean up. I was praying on yesterday. I was saying, uh, 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 God, help me to do this. Help me, God, because I can't do it on my own. But God, I yield this. I yield me to you because I want to be better, God. 
I want to do better. Anybody want to do better on today? Anybody want better on today? Anybody? I don't think that there's a person that's up under the sound of my voice that's not saying, God, I want better. I want better, God. I want a fresh start, God. I'm tired of people looking at me and what I used to be. But when God gives you a fresh start, as it said with the nation of Israel, they're not going to be able to look at you the way you used to be because they're going to begin to see you the way that God has made you to be. They can say, well, you used to be this. That's what I used to be. That's right. But I got a new attitude. And I'm all of that. And then some. I'm all of that. And then some. Why? Because he has all of me. I'm all of that. So when the devil comes and tells you, once you give all of him to you, and when he comes to tell you, then look at what you did. I'm all of that because he has all of me. I got a fresh start, devil. Let's close our eyes right now. Those of you who are watching us via Facebook, via live streaming. God, we stand here today. Nobody bigger than anybody else. Because Bible, your word says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So God, we all stand here saying that we got some stuff in our life. We got some things in our life that we need to give to you. We got some things in our heart that we've been harboring and holding on to. And that we need to give it to you. So we give it to you today. We give all of us to you. We give all of ourselves. We give you our mind. We give you our will. We give you our emotions. We give you every part of us. We're not going to allow you just to live in one room of our heart. But we're going to open up every door and allow you to come in and take residence. And all of us, in, in our heart, in every room, we're saying, come into our heart, God. Make your home in us. We give it to you. And just as a, as, 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 as a symbolism, I want you to take and I want you to just put your hand to your chest. Like you're taking out your heart and you're offering it to him. Here it is, God. Here's my heart. Woo! And I hear right now, some of you are saying, God, I'm fearful. If I give it all to you, I'm opening myself up to be hurt. I'm opening myself up to be exposed. But in order for me to do what I got to do, I hear God saying, you got to give it to me. Expose yourself. In order to have a natural heart transplant, they have to be willing to go up under some anesthesia and have the inability and the inoperation of their faculties. They are at the mercy of the surgeon. They're at the mercy, hallelujah, of the anesthesiologist. They're at the mercy of those who are in their operating room. And God said, let me, put me at your mercy, at my mercy. Give it to me. Expose. 
Open up yourself to me. Hey, God. God, I give it to you. God, I give it to you. Can you say it out of your mouth? Say, God, I give it to you. 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 I give you this right now, God. I give you that right now, God. I give it to you, God. I done made a mess of it, but I'm going to give it to you, God. Oh God. Oh, cry out to God right now. Cry out to God. Come on, this is your moment. This is your moment. Nobody else but you. Nobody else but you. When you go into the operating room, they're not operating on nobody but you. Nobody but you, God. Nobody but you, God. You can do it, God. Nobody but you can do it, God. Nobody, God. You are my help, God. You're able to turn it around, God. You're able to give me a fresh start, God. Give me a fresh start, God.
I do. I feel Holy Spirit moving. Hey, God. Hey, God. Oh, Baba Shande. Jesus. Oh, I thank y'all for watching us via Facebook. I thank you for streaming with us on today. We're going to keep going, but we're going we're gonna to release you. We pray that you would just share and like our video. If you want me to pray with you, send me an email. Go through our church app and send me an email. I want to agree with you. I want to touch and agree that God would give you that fresh start. And whatever the need is, it's confidential. You don't have to worry about it. Send me a note. I want to labor with you in prayer. I pray that you have a blessed week. And that everything that you're going through, give it to God. Let God have it. Give it to him on today. Give it to him. We praise and we thank you on today. Praise God. Those of you you are in the building. Just lift your hands. Just lift your hands. As an act of surrenderance to God. Say, God, I surrender all to you. I surrender all to you. Oh, God. 
Pastor was talking about. When your spirit ah, speaks to me, oh, yeah, with my God. I pray that you guys will get your gifts together. I'm not going to labor long. Whether it's your Sunday to tithe or whatever, Miss Holly, can you help Miss Thelma out today? Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We're getting ready to close out. I'm going to pray over the offering and close out all at the same time because I understand some people have to get to another service. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Don't mess the atmosphere up, though. Don't mess it up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, we just praise you and we thank you for our ability and, and what you have gifted us and to be able to sow back into this atmosphere. God, we understand that giving is not just for ourselves, but it is for you, God. We talked about giving us all, and so God, we give us all. We even give our finances to you, Lord. They may not be what we want them to be, but we give it to you, Lord. Work in them, do what you got to do. Cause the windows of heaven to be opened up and a blessing to be poured out upon us because of our obedience. We rebuke the devourer from over every part of our finances right now. And we decree and declare wealth in every area of our life because your word says that we shall prosper even as our soul prospers. So God, we're, we're speaking prosperity into our lives. And I'm speaking prosperity into the people of God's life prosperity into the atmosphere of this ministry here, God. Not only by capital means, but Lord, also by human means. We speak prosperity into this place. Send the right people, God. Send the right people in our own personal lives that would be able to speak into our lives, speak life and not death, speak hope and not destruction and a curse. But God, we thank you when we praise you in Jesus' name. You don't want to miss these next sermon series. I'm going to be talking about the favor of God. The various areas of the favor of God. This was just a start. You can't experience the favor of God until you give God your everything. 
So we praise God for you. I pray a blessing over the people of God as they go, as they leave, go to their various homes this week. Don't forget on Wednesday, some of y'all have been, I don't know if you're getting my text. Let me know the link for Zoom. We're getting ready to start a new book. We're going to start a new book this coming Wednesday, starting at seven o'clock. We're only up there an hour. So if you don't get a link by, by Wednesday, hit me up, text message, say, Pastor Wendy, I didn't get the link for Bible study. Okay. Uh, I messed up last week. Some people couldn't get in, but I'm going to get it right, y'all. Okay. All right. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Praise God. Next Sunday's communion Sunday. We're going to be serving communion. So praise the Lord. Thank y'all. We're, we're dismissed. Turn some music on. Do whatever. I know, Pete, you got you to gotta roll, man. Okay.